Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. Good morning. Welcome and Happy New Year. (laughs) Can you hear okay? What do we need to be happy? You know, on a relative personal level, that's really different for each individual. But on a profound um, level, what is it that we need to be happy, unconditionally happy? And what we need is to be able to align with the creative life force, which we also call our true nature, interconnected presence. How do we align with that? And that is what opens the door to thousands of years of human discovery and teaching and practices and so forth. I was having a dream last night and it was this voice came in and said, it's one minute to six and it's almost time to get up. And I woke up and I looked at my watch and it was one minute to six. Now, who can explain that? No one. Well, someone might say, well, that's intuition. That's true, but it's not an explanation. That's just a description of what is unknowable. And our need to understand, our need to have um, the ability to comprehend something on a relative level actually gets in the way, ultimately, of following the creative life force which is completely unknowable. And yet, we are that. That's supposed to be off. (laughs) Sorry. I don't think this phone's working. Sorry about that. Uh, I don't know how to... Hold on. Turn one more thing off here. Okay. That should do it. (laughs) 
It's a thrush nightingale. Our need to understand or to have an explanation gets in the way. Initially, it's important, of course, and there's nothing wrong with needing to understand. There's nothing wrong with wanting an explanation. And we actually probably follow the way in a way, often for many years, maybe even lifetimes, where we have explanations or descriptions of the unknowable. But the full transformative process of awakening ultimately requires the vulnerability of moving towards the unknown, into the unknown, and ultimately fulfilled by this creative life force we call presence, true nature, divine consciousness, whatever you want. There's a lot of names for it, the Tao. Buddha nature. God. But the truth is not a concept. That which we need to follow and align with that will fulfill us and ultimately reveal to us the true meaning and purpose of life every moment is completely incomprehensible. So we learn to trust the openness of not knowing. We let go of our self. We let go of our personal self that is trying to be safe, that is trying to survive, and that fundamentally has been conditioned to defend itself and to get what it wants. There's nothing obviously wrong with surviving and getting what we want. I mean, that's human nature, obviously. <laughs> We're not going to get rid of that. But I think we'll move to a place where we have a conscious, humanistic understanding of what that is so we don't end up putting ourselves into extinction, which... Unfortunately, there's a lot of movement in that direction because we're not a, we're not a lot of forces on the in our world are not conscious, don't have an understanding at all. Rather disturbing, as I'm sure you know. However, the light always wins. <laughs> Love triumphs, always. It's true. It sounds very trite and cliche, but it really is the truth. And actually the dark side, so-called, the force on the dark side, because the force is just the force. Ultimately transmutes into the light and that's what we go through on a personal level 
And that's how we find the truth, and that's how we become transmuted into awakening fully. So the raw materials and the the compost of our humanity becomes the food for our flowering. And that's what practice is. That's what the path is, so-called path, is really aligning with that. And do we understand it? Well, no, but we learn to trust it. We learn to listen more carefully. We learn to not be in the way with our projections, our judgments, our comparisons, and our conclusions, which are always in the way of reality. But the only way to be happy is to align with reality. Otherwise, we're just controlling and manipulating and defending and suffering. That's why I think the practices I know in my own experience that have been so profoundly helpful, learning to meditate, learning to sit still, learning to be aware in the body, learning to be mindful, learning to follow the breath, ultimately are all training about getting out of the head, mental-dominated realm into the sensory-based, kinesthetic realm of human experience. So we have all of the yogic practices and martial art and tai chi and qigong practices and all the practices that develop consciousness and awareness simultaneously in the human experience. And now, of course, therapy and, you know, body work and all kinds of, what can I say, um, personal work that interfaces both consciousness and the structural. And that's all developing today in so many ways. It's all a sign that we're on our way. My opinion is that we are in the infancy of our human evolution. Infancy, maybe not even, I'm not even sure that's we're that far along. <laughs> but that's good news. And we're all a part of it. We're all part of the fascia of reality. We are all in that web, an interconnected, interconnected web. We are. And that's what knew it was one minute to six. That's what perceives this connectedness here, even though you're across the room, or online satsang with people in New Zealand, or Denmark and Mexico all at the same time. How amazing. 
I don't have an explanation for it. I've never had an explanation for it. But, you know, that, w- that which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. You don't need a name for what you can experience. Right? So you begin to open to this presence, little by little, or sometimes in big jumps. And then the body and the mind and the heart and the conditioning are re-educated if we let that happen. Otherwise we go back to default, you know, default conditioning. That's the challenge. That's the challenge. And people say, well, I'm not doing it good enough, I'm not learning well enough, I'm not pushing hard enough. All untrue. No, it's hard to be a conditioned, habitual, unconscious human. Isn't it? I mean, at times. I mean, we need that. Otherwise, can you imagine every time you drive your car you had to remember how to drive? That would be really inconvenient. I was talking the other night about performing the Bach Double Violin Concerto, and I, when I was performing as a young concert violinist, you know, I got to the point where I would I could be thinking about, you know, the homework I had to do later while I was actually performing. How crazy is that? Where does that come from? What knows the con- concerto? But we trust. You see, there's a trust in this awakening movement. And it will bring up fear, of course. Of course it will bring up fear. Why? Because it means we have to let go of defending. And that potentially is threatening, especially if we've been abused, traumatized, hurt, disappointed, which everyone has at some level or another. Right, So of course we have conditioning to not open, not let go, not trust. I've met a few rare human beings who were born awake and never shut down. That's unusual. I mean, it exists. It's far out. It just shows us that it's just our nature, actually. We're not teaching something here that you need to learn about that's not you. You know, if you're a really good student, you know, if you're really... No, you, you're already that. Everyone is already fundamentally free and happy. And we say, well, how come, how come I'm not experiencing it? Well, we know why because of all the layers of identity, personal self, constructs of protection. Now some people are afraid that if they become free or awake or or they start to really deepen in that movement, often are very afraid. I see this all the time with people. You know, they get really, they have their awakening, they're getting more and more presence, it's more and more available, but then there's this like, What's the word? Um, 
deeper level of resistance comes up, of stopping it. And that's very difficult and very common. And so we have to learn even more at that point to surrender to our agenda of being free. That's hard. And finally, you know what? It's... That's when you have to give up. But it doesn't mean you stop meditating or being aware. It just means you stop pushing the river and you completely let yourself be taken. So how long will you have to fight? I don't know. You don't know. And no one can tell you. As long as you need to. So forgive yourself. It's okay. It's okay to fight. It's okay to resist. It's okay not to trust. It's okay to be a human being. Your human being does not have to become, what can I say, perfect for transformation to happen. People sometimes think that. They associate perfection with human behavior. I've never met a perfect human. I've been close to a number of very beautiful, enlightened beings. But they're human beings. You're a human being, and that's fine. Now, is it possible as you awaken and become free to evolve as a human being? Of course. Absolutely, if you want to. Is it possible to learn to become more sensitive and caring and considerate and having a more flexible state of mind and point of view? Of course. If anything, it's more possible because you're not stuck, stuck in the identity that has to be right, that has to be perfect. The spiritual identity, it's the most dangerous identity and unconscious identity that exists and is the, and is the cause of probably incomprehensible carnage throughout human history. I hate to say. So, we're on a new frontier today, I think, in understanding, which is good, because that's what we need. (laughs) And you're all, you know, you're all pioneers. Every one of us are pioneers. We really are. And don't think your life is just you. It isn't. No way. Your discovery and what you're realizing and what you're opening to is actually, it's too far out to, I mean, I don't even, I can't comprehend, it's amazing. It's more mind-blowing all the time for me and everybody I know who has had, has, has had this happen with them. More amazing all the time. That's why there's more interest in it, I think. So...
So the way, as I was saying, to profound happiness and fulfillment is learning to follow this life, this creative life force. And the good news is that we keep learning how more and more profoundly, more and more deeply on every possible level. So the good news is that it's a, that's, that's our life. Our whole life is letting that happen. No matter how enlightened you get, no matter how blissful your samadhi is, doesn't matter. That's no measurement. No matter how powerful your shakti is, that's no measurement. Don't let that fool you. Oh no, it's ongoing. So the purpose of our life is to, is to live and to learn, period. And this awakening changes the perspective that you perceive that from completely, completely. And then you accept yourself, finally, which is what you've wanted as a human being your whole life and have never had. That's why we're running around trying to get it somewhere else, from someone else, from something else. Because we never really felt loved, understood, seen, heard, accepted. But when you live from the perspective of awakening, that's, that's a done deal. It doesn't mean there are, aren't parts of you that are still going to need healing. Oh yeah, we have parts that are deep and then we, we have that space and that perspective now that can really honor our imperfection whether we've got physical stuff, whatever it is, that's, then we finally can really be nurtured and healed and taken care of in the way that we deeply, profoundly need to be happy, even if you're taking your last breath, or even if you're just starting out. And that's, that's also true, which is when you live from this perspective, you're always starting out. It's always a new moment. It's a beginning. So there's an inspired quality to life. I'm not saying you don't have periods of being triggered and reacted and all that. Eh, don't worry about it. If you're truly aligned with the force, you won't get caught in that. You won't get stuck there. It may be a slight little blip for a minute, and that's it. Whatever. You don't get stuck there, re-identified in suffering. And then your human stuff, when it comes up, is like what you just what you have to be available for in one way or another. That's all. Doesn't mean that you're what you have discovered or deepened into in terms of awakening is now somehow um, marginalized or lessened in some way. It doesn't mean that. It just means you got some work to do, that's all. <laughs> I remember when I was friends with Byron Katie, when she was first getting started and she wanted to hang out, I remember she told me, she said, you know, I had to learn to do the work because it was the way to, the, it's what I had to, she says, I, how did she say it? Um, 
I had to do the work. Because it was the stuff coming up that I had, that's how I, I had to do it. It's just what she had to do. It worked for her. She's, I remember she said something like, I used to look forward to having my buttons pushed because then I knew where I had to do the work. <laughs> That's such a good attitude. Rather than, oh my God, a button got pushed. I guess I'm not going forward. It's not true. No, the fact that you can tell that you have buttons, you're going forward. <laughs> we become more sensitive, more aware. So of course we become more aware of stuff in our body and our mind and our heart that's 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 not a bad thing that means you're more open you're more there's more space for it then we have the human perspective that is healthy and supportive rather than this kind of abusive kind of beating ourselves up because we're not good enough approach which that's the wrong direction that's the old way I'm not teaching the old way. I'm teaching where we're going, not where we're coming from. And that's what you're discovering. That's the great thing. And no one can tell you that, because what they know from the past isn't you. Let's sit a few minutes and then we'll open up for dialogue. So if you'd like to come up, you have a question or like to sit together or something like that, feel free to raise your hand. And keep in mind that we eventually podcast these uh, talks. So if you prefer your interaction not be on the recording, let us know and we will we will edit it. Okay. Please come on up. Oh, no, 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 you don't need to do that. Thanks. You can feel that if you want, but that's you bowing to yourself. It's very sweet. It's an honor. No. no. Always, always. And I, I guess it's where I'm at in my, my own personal adventure. Is, uh, it's a strange, strange thing to be happening there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that's good? What's happening in your own adventure? Yes. <laughs> i got a big ball of thing in front of my face now. Um, so in being present, which you've helped me with in my life s several times, and so um, 
how is our personal training, my personal training, and having a fuller connection to the, this vessel that carries me around from adventure to adventure. And uh, so staying in this vessel and being present with people. And uh, so I am constantly ber uh, or So that's my challenge. It's a challenge for anybody, I would think. You know, it's trying to stay in these bodies is uh, definitely a challenge. It's an adventure, but it's a challenge too. So because I have a life of coming from abuse and misunderstanding, and but in that adventure of that, I was able to be practice presence and... Uh, So identifying myself as presence and then now as an adult or this older person, <laughs> older body, um, how is it that uh, the presentation that uh, I bring here, bring to you, and uh, 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 how do I respect my own my how do i connect to my own reverence of the of, and maybe i'm just making that up maybe that's totally ridiculous maybe there is no reference a reverence and i'm just making that up about it so that's one thing that i don't know i don't understand how to be present in this vessel and respect the opportunity that 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 that, it, that this this is that even this process of sitting and talking and being present with you it's just what, remarkable what's your name what's my name yeah <laughs> is that is that important yeah what's your name kevin 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 you are already that's why you can talk about it that, 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 you know that takes practice that's right <laughs> that's okay human work is does take work it's human work we can't eat if we're not if we're not planting food. You know, how do we eat? How do we survive? All of that, all of human life on a functional level is just what we do. For you to be conscious, even reverent, how beautiful if you're reverent, that's lovely. It's not required, but it's lovely. And it's often a natural quality of connectedness, especially when we've been disconnected, when it becomes more and more established hold on when it becomes more and more established it becomes ordinary that's why I called my first book Ordinary Freedom and even Suzuki Roshi referred to it as nothing special which I thought was the greatest understatement of all time <laughs> and the really profound teaching so yeah initially it's like God yeah it wants you to you, you do want to drop on the ground and and prostrate yourself. Of course, I, it's, I'm just I'm just so profoundly. I don't know. I, I know it's not the right word, but I'm going to use it. I'm impressed. Uh, 
by the experience and journey that I'm a witness to here yeah. that I really have no or very little comprehension of what that's like or what that means. And, 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 you know, and any experience I can relate to you here now sitting with you, I know there's a, 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 a togetherness of space and everybody in this room. So that's great. That's I, I hope, yes, I hope so. And I think what you're speaking of, really, I would reframe it a little bit or suggest that, is just simply say that's your intention, hmm. not how to. It's just what you are absolutely about. It's more a description of what how your learning is. It's obvious. I can tell immediately. And then you see, then the, all of the words really drop away. I mean, ultimately, you know, there's, there's no need to say anything anymore because you're just alive. That's why in Zen they say, for those that know, those that know don't say. That's what that means. You just are. It's not, it's no big deal, actually. It's not personal. Mm. And yet, obviously on the path to that, it's a big deal. I gave my whole life to it. That that's, that's I'm just that's, I find that so moving, and I'm so grateful for that. It's, I'm so grateful to be in your presence oh. because I really understand the the commitment to the pr- expression that you're with me now. That that just didn't show up because you know I know I didn't I know. do a weekend course. <laughs> <laughs> Watch a video and put out a shingle. No. So I, 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 I hope that my sitting here and being expressing my gratitude for your mm. presence with all of us and showing up here on your schedule and uh, and sharing your expression of you is just so moving and I'm so. I'm moved. I'm so deeply moved by it, and I, I really appreciate it. I don't know if that, I don't know. I am moved, but anyway. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, Kevin. Appreciate it. I want to help him with get the mic up. Yeah. yeah. It's just dropping down on there. So, Kenneth will help you out. Yeah. <laughs> working now can you hear me okay yeah it was fine it was just dropping down so the... so why don't um, we why don't we sit together for a minute or so if you like and if anything else comes up i'll share it with you that feels you have a you have a beautiful heart that's really a that's a, a gift to be able to feel at the level that you do you're very present and so naturally the embodiment of presence in the body is a natural thing you don't have to push that it just grows naturally you'll see as you that's why meditation is so beautiful because then you just bring attention into the body and the energy goes there the presence fills the body your whole body becomes and then areas that have been blocked off start to become illuminated start to heal all kinds of things can happen a very interesting area of personal discovery and exploration. 
always. I've been very blessed with teachers in my lifetime. Very blessed. Nice. And um, I was going to go into a story, but that's not okay. Just be this. Don't think about it. That's good. I, I'm just so I, I I can't I can't get over the gratitude I have. I just am so overwhelmed with with you know, I'm just like I just can't I just I'm just so grateful and what an opportunity. What a blessing it is to be here and be with you in this space. Thank you. Well, it's a blessing to be with you too, for real. Actually. Thank you so much. Thank you. Grab a tissue in case you need one later. <laughs> Not the whole box, just one. <laughs> Let's sit again for another minute. I like this. I've been doing this on the online satsangs more too, where we just stop in between and just tune back in if you get somehow distracted. feeling you wanted to come up, Mary. <laughs> nice to see you here. I know, it's nice to see you. Happy New Year. Let me turn up my hearing a little bit. Hang on. Okay. That's, you don't have to yell. I just, I can adjust these things. Hang on. Let's try that and see if that helps. Go ahead. It's such a beautiful container mm. so hot in here I was thinking about the potato <laughs> <laughs> fully baked fully baked <laughs> getting a nice crispy mm. boy that's making me hungry now <laughs> it's interesting I've been fasting mm. intermittent fasting oh, yeah. a number of different metabolic fasting and mm-hmm. I am finding just so in tune to my true nature and my body at a whole new level. Mm, I've and heard a lot of good things about that, actually. It's I don't know how to do it on my schedule, but I've been curious. Yeah, if you ever want to talk about yeah, it. I do. Yeah, I do. We can talk about it later. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I'm learning a lot and how the body works and different foods. And so as I'm going through this, it's been definitely 
an experience of my own true nature and also like a dialogue with my body, specifically my right side. And I was thinking about the retreat in November. It was like my left side. Now it's like my full right side. Wow. And when I sit with it, I'm not really fearful about it because I just trust that this is life force moving and wanting to heal deeply, but it hurts. There's just this pulsating Mm -hmm. feeling. Every time I'm meditating, it actually Mm -hmm. gets even more intense, Mm -hmm. like a lot of heat comes Mm -hmm. from the liver. And so I was just wondering and coming up here if you sense anything energetically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's sit together. Yeah. Mm, I do. Yeah. <laughs> right away. <laughs> <laughs> it's back here. I think that may be more primary. Mm-hmm. Just something you're feeling deeply, mm-hmm. emotionally, heart. Yeah. Not to go digging, it's just what I'm getting. It's just there's a kind of... Like a heartbreak or something. Yeah, like vulnerability. Yeah. And we all have that. I mean, we just have to learn that having, the heart just breaks. It's part of how the heart, what the heart mm-hmm. does. It's actually good for it. Yeah. Because it gets bigger and healthier. You just have to let it break. Yeah. People are afraid of letting the heart break, so their hearts become stiff, hard. That's not yeah. how we we're supposed to be. We we're supposed to have hearts that break. And then release all the pain and then get bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, I, I've been on this journey for a while with you, and I, I know that path so well it continues to open. And when mm-hmm. it opens, there's a lot of pain. So we don't, so we learn to, to allow it instead of try to fix it, fix it, get, figure it out, get rid of it, avoid it, all those other things that don't work. So just kind of sitting with that less even about. even as we're speaking of it, something's already different right now. Let's sit now, see what happens. Okay. We sort of gave it, we allowed it, mm-hmm. acknowledged it. Yeah. Now notice, just let's just sit here. Good. Wow. And let go of any, like, you know, well, I want results now. You see, that's always gets in the way. Yeah. Like you're reading my That's mind. the real challenge yeah. of bringing this into the healing, sort of physical, organic realm. We don't know how things are going to regroup and reorganize, or how long, or what it's going to take. That. You know, just presencing it, I feel the energy has moved from here to here, now exactly. to here. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's exactly. this connection. Yeah. You're seeing it. Well, that, yeah, no, I feel you much more expanded, actually. Yeah. You're, there's more space, and I don't feel that emotional, whatever that was before. Mm-hmm. So, practice for me when I'm going through this fasting, <laughs> 40 days, it feels like, um, to just be with, you know, just tune in from the heart level. Maybe that would help. I don't know. That's what showed up right now. It may be something different. I'm sure it will be a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, be careful about setting up a system about how it's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. 
It's so miraculously unknowable. It, it when I say it's improv, it's improv. It's it's you're you're jamming. You're channeling. When you're really tuned in, you're 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 flying with the wind. You're not controlling the wind, but you are absolutely one with it. Okay. Yeah, that really resonates. I feel like this year is all about being really good at improv. Being what? Being really good at the improv, you know, with, with true yeah, nature. The, and, but you can see the tendency of wanting the, yeah. give me the steps. Okay, now I'm going to make it this. No. Yeah. That itself could be in the way. Okay. It may not be. You can try it. I'm, I always say, try it. Mm-hmm. See? But don't rely on it forever. It may disappoint you. And disillusion you. You understand? Oh, totally. Good. Totally. I'm letting so go. So we do need to have, we need to learn more than anything to have incredibly flexible thinking. Yeah. That's more important than anything, probably. People get so stuck in their how they think about things. Mm. They kill each other over it. They kill themselves over it. Yeah. My favorite line, mm-hmm. I hope you don't mind me saying this, of a Frank Zappa song. Did you know Frank Zappa? I heard him. I, heard him, <clears throat> I think I'm going to have to sing this. Are you going to sing? Me. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to turn my hearing aids down, otherwise it's going to kill me. Can I do this? Absolutely. Thanks. Okay. <clears throat> I might join you if I know the song. Hmm? <laughs> Well, something just, I just turned, I don't know what I did. Hold on, I think I went to restaurant mode, just a minute. It's not, it's not the wrong mode. It's completely wrong. Okay. Um, <clears throat> What's the ugliest part of my body? Some say your toes. Some say your nose. I think it's your mind. <laughs> No offense. No offense. <laughs> we all have that. I'm making fun of all of us. It's very yeah. important to make fun of ourselves and to have a sense of humor. Absolutely. If you don't have a sense of humor, that's, there's some work needed. Absolutely. You just told me I have an ugly mind. <laughs> you have a beautiful mind. Actually, our minds are also one can, when yeah. we really tune in, it is one with that. Yeah. So that's what knew it was one minute to six. Absolutely. That's what invented an iPod. Mm. That's what made the Sistine Chapel. That's what made Mozart's music. We know it. Yeah. Okay. It's us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'll thank you. That. It's so good to see you. Yeah, it's wonderful seeing you. Yeah, sure. Okay. Always fun. I always love coming down to Santa Cruz. Let's sit again for another minute or two.
Okay, let's continue. <clears throat> Please, come on up. <clears throat> Hi. Hi. Um, so I, I came up because uh, the last person, my um, interest, I guess, or my situation is very similar. Hmm. So I thought, sure. let's do it. Okay. <laughs> um, so Aja's been my teacher for the last 10 years. And, mm -hmm. um, and I realized just today, sitting, um, that one of the things that I was doing with his teachings is thinking that, that I need to, to experience exactly what he says you'll experience. So I just, it, was, it was really good because he, what, what he would say is with awareness, like feel awareness in your, you know, around your head or your mind, mm -hmm. and then bring it down and feel it in your heart mm -hmm. and then have awareness look through your heart and mm -hmm. then um and how does that feel and then he'd answer the question it's like you feel an intimacy with everything mm -hmm. then he said um you know bring it down to your stump your belly and then what does that feel and usually that feels like fear so um i've been with and i think very much like the last person i have broken heart issues mm -hmm. and um and so so I've, that in, I've been looking for that intimacy. <laughs> At the same time, there's a real aware. There's a, there is a very alive awareness that I feel. Mm -hmm. A very presence is is you know very strong. You know very mm -hmm. very real. Mm -hmm. And the confusion has been, but where's the intimacy? Or where mm. and, and and then it go. Where's the fear? Mm. You know, right? And so. <laughs> right. And so and I'm like, well, I'm doing something your, wrong. I'm doing something wrong. It's in your thinking. So, um, uh, let's sit now. I feel mm -hmm. something happening. Mm -hmm. And can you, yeah, put your feet flat. What is that? Are you kind of, is, she can move that. Thanks, Christy. Hi. Okay. Yeah, I feel that now. There's a, you, why don't you close your eyes for a minute? Is that okay? Mm -hmm. So I want to tune in with you. So I would say instead of looking for, close your eyes. I'll keep closing. So I would say instead of looking for a particular sensation, feeling, or experience, <clears throat> rather notice what actually is present that you're aware of. Yeah. There. I'm aware, and I'm going to describe to you what I'm getting and what I'm sensing with you. Is that okay? Yes, please. Okay, and you're right, it's similar to what Mary was sharing. It's different, though. <clears throat> There's a very deep, way, 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 way back in the heart, something. Yeah. And just be aware of that if you're aware of it. And if not, that's okay. But that's just what I'm sensing right now. I just notice your breath and contact with the floor. And notice if there's any wanting a particular experience right now. Or expecting something right now. Or if you're just here, as it is. 
There doesn't feel like there's a wanting. Okay. What do you are what are you aware of right now? Contentment. <laughs> nice. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting as you said that there's a deepening now in presence. Maybe you can just allow that right now. Yes. Feel that? Deepening? I, I do. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. This is you following it now, not what mm-hmm. you heard or what someone said, as much as you appreciate them and love them and, you know, all that's fine. But ultimately, it's we're being guided, each and every one of us, uniquely every moment. You know, teachings and practices can help us learn to do that, but ultimately, we'll be where you are. Which is learning as we go. Get it? Is that helpful? It it is, and it's uh, it's also this feeling that I have, which you you definitely I, I feel it um, beautifully here. You know, very um, um, pal- palpable and comfortable and held. Um, and in my own meditation practice, that's that's. Um, I can I, I get into that space. I just it you know there's there's no there's no wanting there's no there is no seeking you know like there there is there is a um, you know there's no agenda and and then and then um, it, but I guess the mind is the one that questions and says well you're supposed to be there's supposed to be this fear of the void or something you know there's supposed you to know. be something else. That's the teaching part, I think, huh? That, that's the problem with teaching, right? That's the problem, yes. That is the problem with, thank you, it is. And this is where we begin to get to a place where, um, well, I can talk about it from my own experience, if you like. Uh-huh. I remember when I um, first met privately with Jean Klein, who was my first main Mm -hmm. teacher. We were in radiant, loving bliss, Mm -hmm. and it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, you don't need any intellectual input. I said, I know. I said, I can't even read spiritual books anymore. And we cracked up laughing. And I said, I read one line of a book, I fall asleep. And we cracked up laughing. And then I said, I can't even read your books. And then we laughed again. It's not that his words and teachings aren't incredibly beautiful and powerful if you need them. Mm -hmm. But at some point, you go beyond the teaching. Mm -hmm. Welcome Mm -hmm. to that realm. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you can't try out something and see. I'm open for anybody trying anything at any time that they want and Mm -hmm. see. Because Mm -hmm. we're all finding out. We're Mm -hmm. all adventurers in the mystery. Okay, But to hear someone say it should be this way or whatever... Is, is that true? I don't know. That's like some teachers saying to people, you don't need therapy. How do they know? Mm-hmm. You don't need to meditate. How do they know? Robert Adams, who is probably one of the closest people to Ramana, said to me, he had lifetimes of spiritual practice to get to where he was this life. If you need to do spiritual practice, do it. How does somebody know well, what we need? They don't. We don't even know what we need. Do we? 
This is why I'm encouraging people to learn how to trust the intuitive, the inner guidance. Sure, you can take what they say in the program, take what you like and leave the rest. 12-step programs. Yeah. I was in Al-Anon for eight years, so I'm familiar with that. Way back. So, what, go ahead. I mean, I, I love Aja. We're dear friends. You know, he's mm -hmm, a great teacher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like the other person that was speaking, uh, she was saying about pain, um, one of the reasons the, the, what's come up in my journey, and I do, I do see this very much as a spiritual um, part of my part of part of what's come up in this path is uh, digestive issues and uh, and so which is always they always say it's related to stress and and to this this um, you know like are you afraid of something and so you're stressed and I can't identify it so part and this is what I, I want to ask you to tune in to see that, because what I've thought and again it's a thought but that um, there is a fear you know like like I just saying that if you go to the void, there's fear, um, but I'm I'm not I'm not connected with it, but my body is. All I can say is that when you're faced with that, what I would call the ultimate fear. Yes, there there will be a there is a lot of it is of course tremendous fear. It's very natural when you're faced with the ultimate void, and at some point naturally without any human will or effort at all you will transition yeah it's that's fun. all it's not something that you can you know kind of kick yourself in the butt to get over that no. it's not doesn't work that i tried listen i was a type a meditator are you kidding me i mean i pushed the river as much as i could in every possible way for a long 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 time it's amazing i made it see and i don't feel that mental energy i don't feel that good i, I don't feel like i'm i'm trying to you know, push against the river. I, mean, I really kind but of don't you care. you have an idea that it should be a certain well, but, way, But perhaps. my body, this is, this is my body sending me this signal that it's, um, you know, that it's kind of... It needs a certain kind of attention. There's mm -hmm. something to learn from your body about your whatever it is. And I know, because I've I dealt with gut issues for decades, and I, and, and it, you know, I learned a phenomenal amount in a lot of levels. So I don't think it's necessarily simple. And yes, the gut is incredible. It's probably where our brain really is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but <laughs> you know, I mean, it's there's a lot going on there. But you know, this is this is a place where we are. We can experiment and learn and try things and discover. I think sometimes we want to reduce everything to mm -hmm. to a very mm -hmm. simple formula, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sometimes things can be reduced that way and should be, mm -hmm. and helps to have that. Other times, we have to really allow the complexity of something that's got so many levels. Yeah, okay. Right? I'm getting an expansion right now for you. So I get that this is really an area of learning and struggle and difficulty, and I just wish you the best on that discovery. I just feel so so uh, close to you. Oh, thank, thank you. you. You too. Thank, thank you. you. It's been a pleasure thank to you. have Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Okay, we have time now just to sit for a little while before we'll, I'll have some other things to say at the end, okay?
the trust that I spoke of earlier. Um, and I, we've heard, I mean, even in my last dialogue that we talked about, there's this, I think our human thinking mind naturally has a part of it doubt. Am I doing it the right way? Am I going the right direction? Is this what I should be experiencing? Is this, am, is, is this the way it should be going? You know, am I okay? Am I making it? And, you know, help. <laughs> and I think that that's totally natural to have that. And that's helpful to have feedback when those things come up, of course. But the trust that I spoke of that's required to follow this creative life force of being, that trust is very much a quality of that awareness itself. So that as we become more open to and welcoming that in us, we literally become that. That's what freedom, that's when the change of identity really is. And in that process, we, we learn to literally have, be aligned with the mind and heart of the infinite, which is where wisdom comes from, not from our human mind. So there's a trust in the willingness to not know and to find out, and, and also to trust in our human nature, which naturally learns by, try, by trial and error. No problem. So you don't have to worry anymore about making mistakes or doing it wrong or getting it right or any of those things. Because the force that we are is literally guiding us back home. It just is. And we learn to learn how to let it and to follow it. So it's wonderful to be with you. You are absolutely finding your way. There's no doubt about it. And I look forward to being with you again. And in the meantime, happy trails. Thank you so much. <laughs>